Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, a show where we talk about all of our geeky interests, a show where we talk about movies, and TV shows, comic books, and video games. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted to be joined by my occasional friend <laughs> and occasional co-host, it's Hungover DL. How are you, mate? Sometimes friend, sometimes co-host, well, it's always your, it's, hungover. It's, it's, <laughs> no, it's the hungover part that's occasional. <laughs> Oh yeah, this is what my voice sounds like after five bottles of wine. Ah, it's good. Not to myself. Okay. There, was others. there was like four other people. Specifically five still, bottles of wine to yourself. How are you feeling? Just tired, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I was pretty. You were pretty perky a minute ago. Yeah. Well, we watched Falcon and Bucky we Boy. We just was watched quite Falcon good. and Bucky Boy. Yeah, you yeah. were pretty perky throughout. So you've got you've got it in you. I know you have. That's I can, good. I can rise to the occasion. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. Like Captain America, or or unlike him, depending on well, depending on which which one we're talking about. Yeah. Um, personally, personally, not as uh, tired as you. I'm actually pretty fresh. Doing yeah, pretty well. Say, you look pretty fresh. Thanks, man. I appreciate. Just don't that. drink anymore, though. Ah, uh, not it's as much as I used to. It's yeah. like it's oh, unfair. It'll, come, it's it'll, come back, it'll come back around. It's cheating. It'll come back around. I'm just anyway. I'm just on this fitness kick. You know this about me. I'm not. Fucking sick of talking about it. My girlfriend is sick of I hearing about it. I can only imagine, dude. She is sick of it. I would, like, I'd, I'd when people are like, how's the no drinking going? And I'm like, fuck, I've got to talk about this again. I yeah. can just see her eyes rolling I would back. literally put you on mute. <laughs> I'd find a way. Look, anyway. man, I'm feeling great. Like, I'm in the best shape of my life. What can I say? Yeah, awesome, it's, just, it's just I'm, not beach season, is it? So, yeah, well, summer bodies are made in winter. Yeah, that's true. Long story short, I'm bored of it. Yeah, yeah. We're bored of hearing about it. So You're bored of hearing about it. <laughs> Next thing. What have you been up to, buddy? What's been happening? Uh, I have been, what have I been up to? Um... I've been just hanging out, reading that. I'm reading the next Joe Nesbo book. I talked about this oh, before. Yeah, yeah. I'm just on a kick with uh, crime thrillers. Yeah, nice. It's just the thing I've been doing. I'm, um, I'm talk- you're, you're reading something cool, right? We'll get there. We'll get oh, there. Okay. Talking of crimes, though, I'm actually yeah. watching a cool thing on Netflix at the moment. It's called The Night Stalker. It's a four-part. It's it's classic white girl fodder. It's like a four-part doco about like a serial killer in. LA. I, th- I think it's in what the eighties. What did you just say? It's, it's classic white it's girl. It's like the white. classic meme, isn't it? Fodder. Fodder. Uh, yeah. Okay. White girl fodder. It's so we just throw these what these documentaries at white girls to die. That's what I think about. Pretty much fodder, meaning like cannon fodder, like grunts and halo. Pretty much. It's really okay. interesting though. It's about yeah. some dude who essentially he wasn't your typical serial killer. He would he didn't have a type. He would just kill anyone like indiscriminately. But also as well, he <laughs> was. He was, yeah, and as well, he was like mo- like molesting kids and stuff as well. It so was he's like, all over the place. It, he was just. I'm sorry, I'm a, I'm a, I've just watched the third episode. So there's one left. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty hectic. Like, he had issues, like because he's oh, molesting kids, time. and like the other ones don't have issues. Like, oh, issues. big time! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that guy. He was way worse. Oh, oh, it's a right. bad. Yeah. Like once you pass I, it, I, I don't think this is grayscale yeah, here, mate. I feel like you're it's, either. It's all bad at that point. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well, um, I, I did start watching, uh, start reading Dune as well. You lent me the yeah, book, dude. I literally, I literally only had time to read like the first chapter, but it's like. I'm in that stage of like it's also a hard sci- thing to crack sci-fi the fantasy when you yeah. it's just a load of nonsense like <laughs> letters and you're Jesserette. like is this a, is this a Russian name what am I looking yeah, at like, so like, the yeah. beggarettes or something what are the names oh god I couldn't even tell you the, I went uh, I went down today to sit in um to sit in the sun because it was such a nice day today. I went to sit in the sun for half an hour for lunchtime and I was like oh maybe I'll, I'll take the book with me to read some 
Yeah. Ended up doing a bit of research for today's podcast. And I like opened it to Iris and the first word was like, Gob, Gob, Gob Jabor or something. Yeah. And I just went, nah, not, not right like now. Ben, <laughs> just not right there's now. There's like the Ben Jesseret or something or something <laughs> like so, that. Oh, it's ridiculous. I don't even remember that. But I'm excited though. Like I'm, su- I'm you- super excited for the film. In fact, I'm kind of on, on, on like, I'm on a pivot here because like half of me wants to read the books. So I'm excited to read the book. Half of me's like, I don't want to because I want to go into the film completely fresh. Nah, the book's good. Okay. I'll yeah, say, like I'll you won't you regret from. reading the book. Okay. And then seeing the film, okay. I would think. In fact, but I've also like been so far away from the book. Like it was, it's been five years oh, yeah. since I read it or four. So I like some details are hazy about the plot. Like, okay. so it's kind of like a good time for me to. Well, it's got, it's go got your, it. your little sticky notes in there for bits where you've enjoyed know, the writing. I, <laughs> I loved, I loved that book. And it was also like a really shitty time in my life when I read it. Like oh, I was really? going through like a freaking, not like a shitty time, but like a bunch of bad things happened. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, so I was just like, fuck, I'm just going to throw myself into this book that's a good place to good. be yeah. yeah it was good okay um i would be down that's not a good place to be sorry that's a that's an interesting time to read a book yeah, and have it was, reflections well, it on. helps it's like escapism anyway like it made me appreciate the book yeah. even more well my, um, my first my, when i broke up with my like high school girlfriend when i was like i don't know fucking like 13 or something and it was like the worst time i remember yeah. at the exact <laughs> the worst at, time. At the, yeah at the exact same time the song waiting by green day came out and something. i could never listen to that fucking song because yeah. i always think about that like random time where I was like young and depressed. I'm like, I was such a fucking idiot. It's like, where are you? It's like that one Blink song. Classic Blink songs. That yeah, was yeah. my like breakup song of like high school oh, or something. Oh God. Anyway. What else have you been doing? Um, uh, not much. Uh, what I have, what have I been watching? We did watch, dude, I've been watching a lot of that Superstore, just nonsense. But oh it was really? really? It was, it's really funny on Netflix. I quite like it. I'm following it. I've been watching a lot of The Office. I've been liking a weird sitcom binge. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, well, there's one you might like. We've been watching. It's called Master of None. It's got Aziz and oh, Sari. I love Master of None. It's yeah, weird we though. It's we not a the, normal one. Yeah, we just watched the first. But I, li- I like the points it's making. It's making. That's what yeah. me and my girlfriend are currently watching. Yeah, it's good. It's no. It's definitely a different style like yeah, okay. sitcom, which is refreshing. Well, I've had. I've actually. Yeah. I've actually started playing a game the last couple of days. That I've had hmm. in my. I've had it since it came out, like day one. It's called uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. You probably know about I it. I have heard of it. Yeah. And. Literally, I bought it like the week it came out, and I just I put it in. I went, oh, it's a bow and arrow thing. I'm not very good at that, so I you put it the down. Shooting. You got to get over this fear. I just need no, no. I just it's not fear. <laughs> you have I was fear just, of shooting games. I, we'll I, get I, you through this. I think I bought it at the same time as I bought something else. And I was like, I'll play uh, God of War. I think yeah, fair enough. Something like that. That's and I was like, like, where your style? Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna play this first, and just never came back to it. And then my my, my best phenomenal. mate, yeah, my best mate's been giving me like jip about not playing because he he doesn't play RPGs a lot, and he's like play this goddamn game so is it an rpg it's yes. like you, you slowly it is an skill RPG. up like yes. every game's an rpg though these days these even days, like yeah. first person shooters are rpgs pretty much it's good I, yeah. so far it's good I've, I've only played like an hour hour or two of it it's very good yeah i haven't been playing much, many games i have been yeah i've been reading books i'm trying to i, I did watch something and now i'm blanking on what yeah. it was i watched a good movie um and if i think about it i'll bring it up this yeah. is not good for podcasting well, well yeah well my, my you know i was talking to you last week about my jonesing for like dc fix because yeah. I, after watching the the snyder cut so I, I watched i watched the thing that i found on netflix it was um the just dark justice league apocalypse war or something and it was like an animated movie mm. length thing and i watched it and i had no idea what was going on the whole time i enjoyed <laughs> it and then i i read up at the afterwards i was like oh what's what does this mean like what's the point of it yeah. and it's and it was like that like so what dc have done a bunch of times over the years is yeah. they've done these big like these big like crises that like bring everything back to the beginning and they almost like re- restart, restart the, the universe yeah. and it was the end of one of these things and that was the point of the movie yeah. and i was like oh well 
Cool. I wish I'd have known that going in yeah. because I, didn't, I didn't have a clue cool. what was going on. Yeah. It's like Storm of Swords in the Game of Thrones or in yeah. uh, A Song of Ice and Fire. It just resets the story. Ridiculous. And, uh, anyway, um, I remember I was watching The Departed. Oh, yeah. Great, great, great movie. movie dude. Great movie. It's so good. I, thought, I, I, for some reason, thought that was a Chris Nolan movie. I know, I know it's not. God, like, but my head, when, when I... That'd I was, be the best one. When I was reading his like filmography, I was like, ah, oh, the part is like that. I was like, obviously, it's a Scorsese yeah. movie. Obviously. Honestly, if, I think that if it was a Nolan movie, it would be the best one. Which Probably. May, which leads me to say that like every, it's better than every single Christopher Nolan movie. Maybe Ooh, other than Cold. Inception for me, but that, that's like neck and neck. Okay. Well, we'll talk yeah. about Chris Nolan actually in, in, oh, in yeah, just a, nice a little, little minute preview. then. What do you, uh, do you want to talk about Falcon Boy or do you want to talk about a bit of what's been going on? Um, I did. I didn't see a lot of what's been going on, so I'm going to lean on you. Nothing that intrigued me other than Cyberpunk as a patch for the patch. There's, the patch that they just patched. I, I'm wondering because we yeah. last week we talked about specifically trailers, and I enjoyed that so much. Did you see any? New there trailers? was a couple of cool things that came out this week. So oh, there yeah. was actually a teaser for the new Ghostbusters movie that came out <laughs> the, with uh, with Paul Rudd with and the little Marsh yeah, Mar- little the, Seven. Or yeah, 11, it was 11. so so. No, yeah, not yeah. Eleven. Eleven's friend. Eleven's boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ma- Mike. No, is Mike. It, Mike. Yeah. Is that the one that went into the okay the upside down um anyway so it's paul Rudd in the supermarket and do you remember in the original one there was the stay puff marshmallow man yeah yeah yeah. so he's that's the the second one though one of them and he's walking in the supermarket and there's like a little bag of marshmallows and there's like these little stay puff marshmallow (laughs) men it's a it's cute it's a really fun little teaser i'm excited for that movie what do you what do you think um, look, I, I think it's like a good idea for uh, a sequel to a reboot. Like they cast the right people. A it'll rebootuation. Probably, it'll probably be good. Like they cast the right people. But like then again, it's also just like Stranger more things. the same. You know? Yeah. But, well, there was, um, a, there was a trailer for the new Zack Snyder movie, Army of the Dead. Uh, it, it looks good. Like I, I love zombie movies. Like, what's it called? Uh, uh, Army, Army of the Dead. Do you want to take a second and watch it? Uh, I, well, I can if you want to do it. Pause. I just wanted to look it up while I was talking. And we're back. We watched it. And it's, what do you think? You know, it's it's <laughs> for a zombie flick. It's actually unique, <laughs> or it looks like it. Um, oh, it's not my style zombie flick. Yeah, but it's, same, it's, it's same, a little same. bit more goofy. Well, I'm intrigued at the fact that they're kind of like smart, fast zombies. I, I, there's there's obviously a spectrum of zombies within zombie movies, right? So you've got your slow, lumbering, they're, like yeah. lame zombies. Yeah. All the way through, so like you're 28 days later, where they're, where they're dumb, fast. fast. Yeah. yeah, where these look intelligent and fast. It's like they look kind of like just cannibals. Yeah, maybe like deranged cannibals. But they're obviously not because obviously they're, they're not, like no, skins yeah, like falling yeah, off, yeah, and yeah. it's called Army of the Dead. Yeah, so they don't look you're good. gonna you're gonna hope that the actual name of the movie's gonna give you. So away. I wonder if they were just like like surprised to see that shit. Yeah, maybe. If that was like maybe that's part of the plot. They weren't expecting it was gonna be that wild. There's a tiger in there. Do you, yeah. do you think that's Mike Tyson's tiger? I mean, From the hangover? I mean, surely. <laughs> surely that's what they're implying. It looks implying. like it's in Vegas. That is what they're implying for sure. Yeah, for sure. I am. Um, I'd watch it. Would I watch it? Would you watch it? Yeah, I'd watch it. I'd watch, I'd watch, it, with, zombies, I'd watch it with you. I love zombie shit. I don't. In fact, mm. if I was rich enough, I would have like a zombie mobile. I would like, mobile. just in case the world, like, let's not even call it a zombie mobile. Wait, let's, wait, call it's like like... A, let's call it like a, what we'll call it is like a, if the world ends vehicle. Okay. Like you, I would, if I was rich enough, I'd be like, I'd. I have a family. I need to have an armored truck that has all this shit in it, ready, Fair to, enough. ready to flee at, at a moment's notice. Like, can go over the other cars, like if you need to, in a rush. Um, oh, fair enough. Joe Rogan has one. Yeah, he, no. he inspired me. Yeah, he's like, of course I've, he does. He's like, I've got a vehicle that will get me the fuck out of, of the world. Of course he does. Yeah. Would you Would you drive or would you go underground? How do you go underground? What do you mean? Oh, I mean, like you know, you I don't a, even have a basement. 
No, I'm a top floor apartment. <laughs> just stay on the top floor then. Zombies aren't going to get us to the top floor. Uh, eventually you got to eat, right? Yeah, but like then they'll disperse a little bit. That's when you go down. I reckon you have to get the fuck out. You reckon? Where yeah. would you go though? This is like the Themyscira thing from, from from the Justice League. Where are you riding the horse to? <laughs> yeah, Blue Mountains for sure. All right, okay. Somewhere remote. Well, I mean, we'll watch it. Well, we'll watch it. Maybe we'll yeah. talk. Maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe. Maybe we'll. Maybe we'll. I, I don't know. Well, I, did you see the Did you see the trailer for the Fast and the Furious Nine? I did not. Uh, did I, you? I skimmed it. You skimmed the trailer. It's it's what you, it's, you can't skim a trailer. What, what's he going to show me that I don't know? They're going to space. I mean, I don't know. They're going to space this time. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, they are. Shut by the, the looks door. of it anyway. Yeah. Unless it's like uh, unless it's a fake out. I mean, that'd be a dumb fake out. Well, Bow Wow's coming back. If that helps, if you care. What? <laughs> Given the last time I saw this franchise, they were doing drifts in parking lots. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's really relevant to me. I just, I don't. I yeah. honestly don't care about that. Well. Did you hear this week that Sony Netflix have reached a deal basically whereby Netflix has the rights to stream exclusively Sony movies? So we're talking the Venom franchise. We're talking Into the Spider-Verse. Well, I did see that because I saw Venom on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, But, well, this, yeah, starting in 2022. So from next year, they're exclusive. Well, Venom's they only get it. None of the other streamers won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a really cool one. Yeah. Black, Black Adam started filming. Did you see that this week? I did not. Very interesting. I like this when we talk about trailers and stuff. I think it's good to have a little bit of news trailers and stuff great, sprinkled man. in. The trailers, trailers are the fun part. I'm maybe, waiting maybe for like the Witcher trailer. I'm also waiting for this Game of Thrones thing that they're getting my hopes uh, up for, which I actually don't want to have you, my hopes up for. Well, did you see this week that they've they've done like extended trailers for each of the seasons for the 10th anniversary? I just saw the the 10th anniversary extended trip. Was it the whole all seasons? I think, I think I sent you the season eight one. Okay. Um, the season well, they had like shit from the beginning in there too, though. Actually, yeah, you're right. Maybe It was like the beginning and the end. It wasn't that. Nothing that was weird. Um, I hope they don't do something fucking and short of reshooting the whole thing. They should reshoot the but whole they should just wait final two series. Six, three series? Nah, just the final. <laughs> I'll give you, you two. You, you, so I don't know if like, you like firm believer six. that season six is fucking like one of the best six. ones. It's absolutely not one of the I best mean, ones. Dude, it's actually one of the highest rated ones on IMDb. It's not one of the best so, ones. So like, I'm not alone. It's not one of the best ones. All of you that believe me and are on my side, tweet you can him. tweet us. Tweet him immediately. I'll find you. Hashtag podcast assemble. Let you. him know. He's season six. Season six lovers out there. Season six, ha- Hashtag man. remake season seven. I was, gonna say, I was trying to think of something that rhymed with six that was flattering and none of the things in my head popped up nah no. not a good not a good word to season go with. six is yeah i'll think of a hashtag by the end of it well there's there's been a bunch of uh leaks on shang chi stuff from the mcu the rings uh shang chi and the ten rings correct mm-hmm. so a bunch of toys i don't want i don't want to know leaks is it gonna i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna tell you you just get a look at their outfits basically okay. I, I i didn't i I'm the same as you i don't want to know spoilers they probably just look like badass so I, I didn't read it they, yeah they look pretty 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 funky okay not even, right. like ninjas yeah. Slash Power Rangers. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I love Power Rangers. Did I, I tell you? Did I, I tell you? Did I tell you? Oh my God. Do not tell me you've been watching Power Rangers. I haven't got, No, I'm going to wait for you. <laughs> <laughs> I felt, So this week, for context, I found out that the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the original, which is apparently like 50 episodes a season, which I am thrilled about. You say 15? Five zero. You said 50. 50 plus episodes a season. I, there's no way. <laughs> how many How could there be that many episodes? I don't the know. What the fuck do they do? It's madness. Well, we did, we how did, many villains did they we, make? We did talk about at the very beginning of this podcast, potentially doing like an episode on this one episode 
that I missed when I was growing up. Power Rangers, if you could find it between the 50 I will episodes find it. of 15 I find seasons. It. I will have to do an episode on it. You, you uh, good for that? I mean, yeah. If you find that needle in a haystack, oh, sure. it's gonna, I'll just Google it. It's easy. Uh, well, that's well, cheating. No, you have to do it by watching. <laughs> you want me to watch all of them no, to find it? Gee, that could take a while. All right. Speaking of the MCU, going back a little bit, what did you think about Falcon and Bucky this week? I liked it. It's a Falcon and It was the Bucky best one for boy. sure. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I liked it. It was it was, it was a dense episode, right? It was dense. It a had a lot of, of like happens. it was well, it was constantly cool shit was happening. Yeah, like yeah. constant. Some of the fights were a bit weak, but like the ones that were good were sick. Like with Wakanda, which Those ones? Were, which ones? Were I thought good. the ones like where they were chasing and it was like just bad guy, like bad guy after bad guy, and I was like, this kind of feels like a video game. Mm, like each like at the end, did a little bit. Yeah, each time they went up a staircase, there was more bad guys. Then they got good. to the final boss. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but who it was, was the, who was the final boss? Was it Kali or was it John Walker? Uh, well, we know that he all will spo- be. All spoilers, by the way, for Fal- yeah, Fal- he Falcon. He will be the, the final boss. He's so. Well, you wonder that, don't you? But could, yeah. could it be, um, could it be the, what, what's the, mo- not the money broker, the power broker? I mean, yeah, but like, he's, he's the obvious antagonist. He's, he's pulling the strings in the background at the minute. I, no, I, think, I don't think the power broker is the antagonist. Maybe he'll be an antagonist later. This guy's I wonder if it's proving be f- to be the antagonist yeah. of the show. Well, the thing, the thing that in- I find very interesting is that they haven't really shown off who the power broker is. And obviously there are lots of other shows coming up, so it could be someone who relates to a different show. I think that's what they'll do. Well, one show that they've hint- that they've sort of already tied in a little bit in this is the Armor Wars show, which is going to be focused on Rhodey. And because obviously Rhodey was in the first episode, so I wonder if he's going to have more of a game to play in in, in that series. You know? Mm. Yeah, maybe. I mean, probably. He's, I think. I think they like to have badass villains that oh, kind of yeah. sit in the, behind the scenes for a while absolutely. if Thanos is any indication. Yeah, so. absolutely. I wait I for that anyway. Well, things we found out this episode, Bucky is finally free of his winter soldiering. But we knew that, didn't we? Yeah, that, yeah we did, but we've not, but we've not seen it. If anyone could just activate him. Yeah, I was saying. Do you, do you hear that people actually apparently walk up to him in the yeah. street and say the, the words to him? Like, it's actually, that's actually hilarious. Like, it would be hilarious the first like time. fire truck. Yeah. Like, the first time would be hilarious, but then after that, you'd be like... <laughs> Curtain. Oh, come on, dude. I'm just naming things I can see in the room. <laughs> there aren't curtains in here. Fair, I, I was expecting one. It's a blind. Blinds. <laughs> <laughs> Homecoming. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, what we found... Well, we assume that um, old mate New Captain America took the super soldier suit. No, he did, because at one point he goes, what did you do? Well, he, he bends the thing. You'd assume he has. I mean, like, you cannot bend a fucking... Crowbar. Well, you hear stories about people who pick up cars like when their kids are underneath them and stuff. He could have just been under serious. I'm kidding. Of course, he's taking that story. It's it's crazy. Like that's really it's it's interesting. The soup soldier serum brings out your your innermost self, right? And so what is really highlights it. So is he going to be like? so guilty for some of the things he's done that he's going to overextend himself maybe. To, to make it right yeah well maybe he's in himself is ambitious really twitchy yeah, he's a bit twitchy because he's real twitchy he's now. a bit tweaky he is real he's twitchy tweaking yeah it's a bit he's having a meltdown every did you, did you like the bit when you saw that Bucky's arm has a fail safe in it I thought it was cool and I, it was I would very agree cool. if I was a condo I would do that as well yeah absolutely imagine if it was <laughs> well anyway so the, the, what happened in this episode essentially was that uh, we continue with Zemo. You, mm-hmm. you like to call him Nemo now. Nemo, right? We continue the story, and they're trying so, to find out. He's such a twat. I love it. <laughs> he's such like a fucking smug dude in this he's series. He's so smug. I love yeah. him. He's great. I love when he puts the mask on. They're trying to find so out where Carly is. Huh? You only did it once, right? You didn't do it this time. He's time. done it once. Yeah, yeah. That's his comic book accurate yeah. look, though. Got it. Um, yeah, so they're trying to find Carly. 
they go to the funeral of her mentor, whose name I've completely forgotten. His mother or something. Or yeah, right. John John Walker busts in and bre- breaks up the party when you think Sam's maybe getting through to Carly. All hell breaks loose. Carly eventually kills Battlestar, which is very quick for that character. He's a lot in the comic books. Yeah, he was in and out. He's yeah. kind of boring, though. Yeah. I, We're I paraphrasing like a lot here, but then yeah. the, the real key moment is that you see the snapping of... Well... Uh, like inis- initially initially Zemo smashes a bunch of the super soldier serum so Carly can't use it and there was yeah. just a, just a mo- just a moment there did you think at any point that he might take one and try and use it for himself Zemo yeah Nemo. no Nemo's pure there was like there was like a glint in his eye yeah. and I was like ooh I think it was his recognition of what it was oh maybe yeah yeah maybe um, I was just, which also like seemed like a very like aloof place to just put a very valuable asset because i thought it was i thought it was in her bag on her front maybe maybe i missed that but it looked like it was was just on the table table. on a random table but she just walked past that table yeah she had she was fleeing room after room it must have been it must have been on a surely i mean people don't seem that organized anyway it culminates in john walker murdering one literally murdering in front of a bunch of people with their cell phones curb stomping him what do you think of that i thought it was really cool ending it was and dark. a lot of blood for Disney. A lot of dark. Yeah, a lot of blood. Very dark. I was surprised that they were that bloody. I liked it. They did, yeah, well, they cut, they cut it very interestingly. You didn't see him cut his head off. Obviously. Do you think he fully decapitated they, the guy? They, they almost tried to make the cut look like he did. Yeah. But they didn't show it. Yeah. Yeah. There, I, were, I there, were, there were a lot of um, parallels with Captain America, Steve Rogers' Captain America. For example, in Civil War, when he brings the shield down on Tony's chest and he mm-hmm. doesn't decapitate him, he just turns off, thing, yeah. kills the arc reactor. And a bit when he jumps out the window to go down and chase after them. Yeah, True, he does that a lot, Steve. Stuff like, it, it, it's really interesting how they're trying to parallel them and how different they are at the same time. It's mm-hmm. actually a really awesome bit of acting by Russell Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Some little ticks he has, like you notice he's like, he's like constantly rubbing his forehead as if like, Things are really getting on top of him. He's yeah. twitching a lot. He's tweaky, dude. He's very tweaky. He looks like he needs a I fix. Like, it's like, very good acting. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's great. I, tw- I tweeted off our account today, uh, the other day, saying that I think he's, sure he I told you it. that I think yeah. it's the best piece of acting since, uh, best piece of evil acting since Joffrey. Joffrey is good. He's a good villain. Different. I would different say different. but good. I would say they're both, they're both selling the part. They really are. Well, yeah. apparently episode five is going to have a big cameo that's going to be emotional. An emotional cameo. Who do you think it's going to be? Cameo, cameo, cameo. I don't know. I think it's Mephisto. <laughs> Who? <laughs> sure, I remember all the rumors from One Division. Everyone was like, "It's Mephisto." It's I, like, I, I no. don't remember who Mephisto is though. Uh, such what, is life. Is he the guy that controls the witches? No, Mephisto is essentially the Marvel's version of the devil. Yes, and he was hinted at all the way through One Division, that, and that's never what came I meant, to pass. The guy that controls yeah, the yeah. witches, but I didn't know if that was it. Yeah. Anyway. Do you think it could be Mephisto? <laughs> that would be a fun. <laughs> Imagine if it was. Imagine if it was. Nah, I reckon it'll just be Flash, bro. He'll be back. Probably. Flash. It's not Flash. Flash will jump across universes. What is his name? Um, DC to MCU. What is the fucking other guy that's Flash of the Uh, MCU? You think it's it's gonna be Quicksilver again? That would be pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Boner. Ralph Boner. Boner. Well, the other one I wanted to mention too quick before we move on was like we talked about this actually during the week. We obviously both heard about the the like the rumored cut storyline from this yeah which is about a pandemic a which is very interesting run through it? it it was yeah well i mean it, there's not a lot to go on by this it's a lot of hearsay but there's a lot of adr lines in this and there's a lot of scenes which have dubbing over them which are strange to have dubbing over uh and what people are theorizing is that there was a, a, a storyline that ran through this that was about a pandemic which took which took hold just after the the unsnap whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it 
when everyone came back and it it does kind of fit with the story like the, they don't really say what um carly's mentor was killed by mm-hmm. it, they 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 make mention of it being tb but it's very it's brushed over very quickly and it's an adr line there's yeah. a lot of things. So there's people. People theory. It's, it's an interesting theory. But it would, make a it lot would of be sense way too close to home to have done that. I, I reckon they could have. Whatever. It's very Simpsons though, like them yeah. being ahead of the curve. <laughs> that is true. I think they should have just kept it in. Whatever. Because I the storyline as it wow. is, like there's a big pe- gap. People pe- people dying from. People are still dying from it. So from so you can't talk about something where people are dying. I'm not saying I'm not saying they are, but it, it. I'm not saying they are, but it's it's it wouldn't be in great taste. I don't think it'd be in bad taste. I think it's just like acknowledging something that's happening. And like, as long as you, as long as you basically represent it fairly and that it is heartbreaking and that it is tough, like as long as you don't make it like, Oh, it's all good. Mm. We're going to save the world. Like you're, you're, you're drawing attention to something that is, I th- I think they're putting it alongside a lot of other tense I think storylines. Too scared to do it. Something like that. Maybe. Yeah. I think but, that's all it is. Well, think like, about it. They're already diving massively into yeah. race in this, like yeah. way more than they could have done before. And a lot of other quite sensitive topics. So, to have like what's really on the nose right now as well, you'd be like, oh, maybe that's. I'd be fine. With it. I think Disney, right? Some exec was like, "This is too much." That's definitely what happened. Maybe. But uh, I think um, the, it was. It's interesting because this it's like a gap in the story, and I don't really fully buy into this like GRC. Uh, what is it? Global repatriation. Yeah, council. Because it's like, yes, I get it. Like there was less people, and therefore, like refugees could go places, but like. I think surely that it, it was half everywhere. So sure. everywhere there was room. I think like, that I think that would have been part of it for anyway. everyone everywhere. I think that would have been part of it anyway. Yeah. I think that was always going to be part of it. I just think that they've had to change things significantly if the storyline would have. They would have had to have changed things significantly if this was part of the story. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, anyway, I, they've gotten kind of over episodes? that part now, so I'm kind of I'm good. What's yeah. Up? Sure. We're talking over each other. Apologies. Yeah, I didn't hear. Are you excited for the last two episodes? Yeah, I am. It's only two. Six episodes. Six episodes. Uh, yeah, I definitely am. It's been good. I'm, I'm, like, I'm intrigued to know if it's gonna be the ne- your favorite Nemo, Zemo is the final bad guy, or if it's the power broker, or if it's Carly, or if it's even John. Who, who do you think? I reckon there's, there's a like, lot. I reckon there's a lot. Like, doesn't need to be one. There's gonna be a lot going on. Okay. And they're all gonna have the different motivations, and perhaps Nemo gets away. Nemo. And they have to find him again. Could be. They have to find Nemo. But I also like that he's just a human. Did you not, did you not get that? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, you have to find find him. <laughs> well, there's 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 a Dory joke coming up later if you oh, yeah. want as well, right. and well, I'll make features. So. Look out for it. <laughs> look, I'm excited for it. There's two episodes left. We'll probably end up watching them again together. Um, let's talk about our main topic. How do you feel? Main I'm excited, topic. Man. Main topic. Do you want to premise this because doing yeah. something a little different? Yeah, we're uh, we're basically um, we've always had a bunch of things on our list to do around like our favorite directors yep. or like directors that make really good movies consistently. Um, and we were debating, Oh, do we want to rank them or whatever? We think we're just going to do an anthology. Yep. Um, every now and again, we'll pick a new one from this director's catalog and in no particular order, no uh, order just whatever we decided we wanted to watch that day. Um, so we're doing Christopher Nolan and this yes. first one is where we chose was one of his movies that neither of us had seen. Early True. in his career, not his first. It's his second film. Uh, full, second full, film is Memento. Full feature film, Memento. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that's what we saw. We'll do the normal stuff that we do without like probably some of the funny gabs because it's actually <laughs> well, a I've, good movie. I've got a lot of dumb shit to say about this well, movie. Well, there is like, can you imagine what a there's like? It's how it's many awkward incredible. moments would there be? Anyway, we'll we'll get into it. Look, um, I think I think we I think this is awesome. I'm really excited to do yeah. this because 
I do enjoy doing the dumb stuff a lot, but at the same time, it is also good to talk about things that we both really enjoy yeah. that isn't stupid. So, yeah, I'm excited. And, and also, we can use for other directors too, so we'll just come back to this whenever we, whenever we feel like talking about a cool Chris Nolan movie or I agree. whatever. I agree. But yeah, so Mento 2000, tell how me. Do you be- how do you begin to talk about this movie? Well, anyway, you begin by telling me your, stu- your so, uh, stupid overview. <laughs> my stupid overview. <laughs> Eminem goes on a wild goose chase, Shutter Island style, featuring Bill Burr and your classic dark-eyed, mysterious Nolan girl. <laughs> do you know Bill Burr? I, I literally Bill thought Burr. Bill Burr was this guy. For, I was like, uh, I, I knew it wasn't, but I was like, God, they're the fucking same person. I just knew it as the guy who's the captain in Bad Boys. Yeah, I just said I that. Like, and I, well, I knew I knew him from somewhere, and I was like, fuck, he sounds like Bill Burr, but he's also the uh, the motherfucker from Ma- Matrix. He's the uh, guy from the Matrix. Cypher, who like Cyber. betrays them. He's like, I just want to be able to taste steak again. Or something <laughs> yes. like that. And he's that like, is, that, uh, that's why he just betrays all of the human race. Uh, it's like, wow, you're whoa. a fucking twat. All right, do you want to know mine? Anyway. Yep, of mine course. is Fifty First Dates. <laughs> but if Drew Barrymore was a serial killer and Adam Sandler was manipulating her to knock off small time crooks, <laughs> yeah, like, so <laughs> well, what was made first? Somewhere in the middle, huh? What was first, Memento or Fifty oh, First Dates? Great question. I have no but idea. It's like literally the same premise, but a rom rom com. It's pretty much the same premise. <laughs> yeah. Look, this is a this is a really interesting movie. So obviously, came out in two thousand. Um, do you want to talk a little bit non-spoilery about like kind of what it's about? Because it's ha- I think it's really this hard is to be jump a really into hard this. one to approach. Uh, yeah, so it's I mean like the premise is you're thrust into a storyline. Mm-hmm. I won't, I don't want to even talk about the storyline because it kind of you could ruin a bunch of stuff by talking about too much of the plot. Sure. Um, well, we'll talk about. It. I can cut some out if it, <laughs> if we go too so, far. Well, the point being, you thrust into a storyline where you're following a character who, uh, what is the main guy's name actually? Leonard. Leonard. Lenny. 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 You're following Lenny, who has short-term memory loss, like a. There's a name a, for it. I wrote it down. Not off. amnesia, but basically anything that's happened recently and t- he can't remember. Uh, he can only remember what's happened uh, before his accident that gave him the brain damage. Anterograde amnesia. It, how do you say it? And t- this is anterograde? how I'm saying it. Anterograde amnesia. Anterograde amnesia. There you go. Poor Lenny. That's what he's got. So basically, yeah, we follow Lenny who is he, he is trying to avenge his wife who was murdered in a... Something. Uh, some kind of home break-in. A home break-in. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what it is. She was murdered in a home break-in and he has all of his memories leading up to that moment, but from there he can't create short-term memories. So we're thrust into his life post that trying to avenge his wife yeah and there's multiple storylines that are happening at once um essentially we're not sure about times in this movie um it's very it's cutting back and forth there's different colors to the film and there is a lot of different ways to look at objective and subjective in this movie which is really interesting and it means that you're constantly questioning you never what know you're who looking to at. You, you never know who to believe in the movie yes. or what, what you're seeing. Yes. And when you're seeing it. So for, for, for context, when you watch this movie, um, it's, it's essentially a movie created backwards. So what happens is you watch a scene beginning to end, but the scene you watch starts at the end of the movie and goes Kind forwards. of. You're, you're, you're watching... A movie start from the end yeah. and then start from the beginning and meet in the middle. Yes. So the climax of the movie is actually the middle of the movie. So the ending of the movie, the, the end of the film is actually the middle of the temporal timeline of oh, the, the yeah, activities. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so, quite cool, like what he did. Yeah, and there's so, – so like I mentioned before, there's two or three different storylines, maybe even yeah. four going on here. 
uh, interwoven together, you have the the in color parts of the movie, yep. which are the bits I mentioned before, which mm-hmm. go which uh, chronologically go, go backwards, go forwards in terms of the scene you're watching. Yes, but in terms of the order of the scenes, yes. they start at the end and go towards and go towards the beginning. Yes, but then you have a separate storyline which is in black and white, which is just Leonard talking on the phone. Pretty much, yeah, the whole thing. It is just. It, it is an it is a chronological flow for a, yeah. a, a phone call, correct? Yes. But then you also have interwoven some scenes about a different story where uh, Leonard is talking about a, diff- a different character who's not actually in the movie. And it's, look, this movie is a head fuck. It is. Well, like, I think the coolest part about this movie is, like, your experience watching the film is very analogous to his experience living life. Mm. You're constantly... Mm. You're constantly, you don't know what just happened, yeah. what time is where, who, yep. if, if you can trust this person the same way he yes. goes through life every 30 seconds forgetting things. He's had this conversation with the same person. Has he? Has he met this person? He doesn't mm-hmm. know. Uh, when when did he meet them? He, yes. he doesn't know this stuff. So you're kind of like along the ride with him in a weird way. And what's interesting is there are a lot of, he leaves himself visual clues throughout the movie. So for example, he he has... Polaroid pictures of people. You can tell this movie's already dated. Yeah. It's Polaroids of people, which he writes all notes on to remind himself about the person. He leaves himself tattoos all over his body. It's really interestingly done. And it like, is. Considering this is essentially the mainstream debut of Chris Nolan. It's classic. You, this is unbelievable. You see where like the whole coin, like his fans coin it, coin it Nolan time. Like all his movies have like Nolan time, which well, means so like... What's Nolan time? It just means that the timelines are all fucked up and all his oh, movies. Oh, yeah, okay. Like every single one, pretty much, yeah, except okay. for the Dark Knight trilogy. Think about it, like Inception, they've yeah. got that going on. Um, I mean... With, he likes uh, to play with time. Yeah, what's the other one? Interstellar, it's like kind of yeah, that. the beginning and the end is kind of weird. Um, he, he has this thing going on and this is like... Probably the most condensed, like if you had to like distill that down into like a movie, yeah. this is it, right? Like the whole thing is about timelines being switched. Well, going back to Nolan then, like, yeah. what, what what makes you like Nolan so much? What made you want to talk about it? Just like really, really creative, mm. original ideas that are like, I'll be, I'll be real, are starting to be less original. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Uh, we have, we're not going to talk about Tenant on this podcast right now, but it's probably my least favorite of the ones he's made okay. so far that I've seen. It's not um, mine. It isn't? No. Okay. I well. think I think my least favorite one was probably Interstellar. I haven't so to be fair, I haven't rewatched Interstellar. I no, I so, don't think I have either. I, so I have to rewatch it to talk to talk about it I th- well. But. I think for me the measure of a, a movie is whether I would rewatch it. I, and would. I absolutely I, I, would watch Tenet, but I would not rewatch it. I would rewatch them both, but what I there were parts about Interstellar like there wasn't as gaping of plot holes for me as there are in in Tenet. And the only the parts that I didn't like about Interstellar are mainly just Anne Hathaway. No, she, <laughs> like that's mainly. I, I, okay. I still, like, she's the main reason I didn't that's like. So weird because it was a big she hate bugged. campaign for her. She bugged. after that movie. No, I mean she was she was killing it for that period of time. But like she was not good in that movie. I love the Mark. Well, we're not talking about that movie, so we'll save it. But I, yeah, I love sure. some of the cameos sure, sure. in that movie. Yes, there's some good ones. Uh, there's so the, there's inconsistencies in time in that movie which this movie doesn't have. Memento itself, for me, it's a very concise story and it's told so interestingly. The what what's interesting about we, we probably did a really bad job of explaining how the scenes are cut together, but the interesting thing about it is it leaves you with that sense of um, discombobulation. Yeah, that for sure. His exact. 
mental state would leave him in. Yeah, so he can be flustered. he can be driving down the street and then instantly <laughs> he's forgotten. Oh crap! I'm driving down the street. Where? What am I doing? Yeah, and it starts over again. He's like, yeah. oh, I got to figure it all. I got to look at he's my pictures, start which over. is a, literally like every let's say five minutes. Like I at, think it's like fifteen or so, but yeah, we, I, every like like enough time for you to have a conversation with someone, meet yeah, them, yeah. enjoy a shared experience. You're done, right? And if it's, you think yeah. about that in practice, like, and every time he has to go back and look at his pictures to remember who the surroundings, way to what he's doing, it's wild, and it, it wouldn't actually work. And there, and that kind of gets into the plot where you know, it, you, without spoiling it, there's uh, there's a lot of ways that you could abuse a person like that. And, Absolutely. Um, Look, let's 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 move away from that before we get too far towards spoilers. So, uh, well, what I will do, I'll, I'll talk about the the like one part of the story is in a forward direction. That's the black and white part where you're, where he's on yeah, the phone correct. talking to someone, and, and you learn later who he's talking to. The other part of the story is pen, presented like to the viewer fully in reverse, and it's the colored part. Yeah. And they when that all the way gets back to the beginning, that's also the end of the um, black and white part. The phone call. Yeah. But call. there is also then the Sammy Jenkins story, which I'm not going to go into too much detail about immediately. That's but that's interspersed. It, yeah. That's 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 that doesn't necessarily align to either of the things though. So it's really interesting that he'll often in the color part he'll start telling the Sammy Jenkins story and you'll cut to it. But and isn't then it inferred that that's to, what he's talking about on the phone. It's absolutely inferred, yeah. but at the same time, it does overlap You're with right, some of the colored parts too. So it does. What that does is it not only adds to the discombobulated feeling, but it also um, adds to the lack of knowledge of time within it because you're never sure how long he's been talking, mm-hmm. who he's talking to. It's That's super in- interesting to, to, for myself anyway. Look, one of the things we, we were talking about Nolan a bit before and why we liked him. One of the things that a lot of Nolan movies are criticized for is their sort of inability to build interpersonal relationships. And uh, the you thing know what I love I about think this it's movie kind is, of fair though it, yeah, in general. Yeah, exactly. In it general. is fair. But this movie doesn't need it. Doesn't it? Literally doesn't need it. There are no interpersonal relationships yeah. in this movie, and he. Uh, and it's interesting that he's managed to skip that in this. <laughs> no, I was. I thought that same thing. I was kind of just like, well, he like isn't great at this, and it didn't matter. Yeah. Because of the way he architected it to not matter. Well, we've we've um, touched we've touched on it a little bit then. So tell me tell me what are the, the sort of like tones and themes? Like what do you? I didn't even think about the theme. To be fair, I was too like bamboozled by a. Uh, it is pretty Just like the whole the whole story. Um, I think that the like if you had to pick a theme, it's like you gotta live with your own truth. Like you got, you kind of gotta. I don't even know. I don't know how to. What would you pick as a theme? I don't even know. It's just really, it's a tough one. It's I don't a, think there really is. To, it's like the theme. It's there's a pigeonhole. theme. It's like people are fucking rude and will manipulate you, and you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think the main thing for me, one of the themes is like. People create their own realities. There is a line in it when he talks about facts and being objective. And, yeah. and it's like, not necessarily. In any walk of life, a human can bend a fact to their own knowledge. A perfect example is, and I'll always love this, I'll always love this story. So when I was growing up, uh, I was probably about five or six, and me and my buddy were playing with water balloons. Mm. And we were throwing them at each other, and then we got bored, so we started throwing them over the fence. And we were throwing them over the fence and cars were driving by. Yeah. And this one of, the one, thing. one of them hit a car. Kids, yeah. yeah. One of them hit a car. And this guy piles out of his car, storming up to where I live. And um, me and my buddy, like, we panicked. We shouldn't have done it. It was, it was a fucking water bomb. Who cares? Yeah. But we panicked and we ran. We ran for it. And we ran across, like, down, down past my house and along. And this dude storms in and sees my, my dad. And he says yeah. to my dad, he goes, 
did you just see two kids run past here? They've been blah, blah, blah. And my dad was like, no, I haven't. Sorry, mate. And the guy just like huffs and puffs and walks off. And we came back and I sort of said to my dad, like, you did see us. What are you talking about? My, <laughs> uh, my dad said, well, I actually only saw one of you run by. So when he asked if I saw two kids, <laughs> I would have been lying. So you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's no. what I'm. That's what I'm. No, I think that's a fair point. Is like a fact. Is like uh, I don't know I if that's the theme. The it's more Legend. like that's his. That's his statement, right? It's like, and a fact is what you make it. Like a yes. fact is always gonna have be. It's always gonna be surrounded by the context of the individual yes. and what they and their preconceived preconceived notions about. And, and if it experiences and the things yes. that have made them them is going to always influence what they interpret that fact Absolutely. To be. So c- context is a real, real key theme of this movie. Yeah. And it's definitely objectivity something and up, yeah. subjectivity of memories. Yeah. I think they're like, for me, they're the key themes that sort of run through this whole movie. And how much, like, and I think also like how much can you actually judge? Like he, he at times claims he's really good at like reading people in their mm. faces and without again spoiling too much like i think that i would say he he isn't i would say he isn't I'd that would be it, my it flows like that would be my estimation like he sure. that, he he calls himself like as like i had what? to learn how to mean like read people by the emotions on their faces mm-hmm. and i would say that like that the director is saying well you anyone can be manipulated and anyone can everyone's hiding things and everyone can put up a face of one thing and mean yeah. something else. And, All right. Well, yeah. let's do a couple more then. Let's jump. Let's do two, two more things. Let's do three best and three worst. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Why not? Three best and three worst. I think for me, uh, just, just before you, you jump in off. there, yeah, talking about best, try, try not to, try not to jump into spoilers because it's really easy to do. Um, I don't even think that you start. I'll, I'll have to have a think. Well, I think if we're talking best for me, I honestly loved how it made you, you had to be laser focused on this movie. Yeah. Like there was no, it was the cinema experience that Nolan wants. Like his big thing is about the cinema experience, right? For sure. You, you were engrossed. Now for context, uh, I, I borrowed this movie off a buddy and the, the version they gave me, I managed to get stuck on French. So sorry, Italian. So oh, I nice. watched the first thirty minutes in Italian, and up. then I just had to download it so I could watch the the rep. So you the, watched the, the hour. first thirty. I watched the first thirty, minutes, which is even harder. Yeah, I can only imagine. Because I just was reading subtitles while trying to watch the fucking thing <laughs> like this, and it was tough. But I was completely engrossed. Yeah. So I think for me, that's like it. It is that cinema experience. That's what I'm getting. It at. is. Like, yeah. I like the timeline thing. It's very unique. Like yes. what he did and how he made it all meet in the middle. Like the climax of the movie is actually the middle of the temporal. Um, I'm, assu- the I'm assuming you've plot. seen the Christopher Nolan explanation of the timeline of the movie. I have, yeah. Yeah. Um, very interesting, right? I like how it's ambiguous. Yes. In the end. Like it, it is, there's still like, there's a couple different ways you can interpret the ending. And I'll say that, I'll just say that. Um, and various parts of the film. I thought, and the third one would just be, I think that there was really good acting performances all around. Like the top three characters were all pretty good. Yeah. Teddy, uh, Natalie and um, Leonard were all like, they didn't have anything. They didn't do anything where I was like, that was grossly bad acting. It was pretty yeah. consistently good. And I think they were consistent with their characters, which yeah. one thing that we often talk about with <laughs> movies we talk about is massive inconsistency in char- character portrayal, which is really like, it's really it's a real dumb thing to get annoyed about, but I get really annoyed at it. Yeah. You know what? 
what did you not like? Well, I guess those are the three things I liked. Maybe what did you like? Secondly? Yeah, well, I, I, I agree with that one. Yeah. That's probably my second. And I think the third one is probably probably just how it's an insight into a different way of living that you just wouldn't think you about. You would never have it. Yeah. How would you, why, like, you, you just couldn't think about it's that. That's your Christopher Nolan. Yeah, well, <laughs> so apparently this movie, I should have mentioned this at the top, is... So his his brother was writing a, sh- a short like book, yeah. And this movie is essentially based off that book. And they did a car drive. You you must have seen this in the, in the clip. They did a car ride from one side of the states to the other. And his brother mm-hmm. basically laid this whole book out to him, and he was like, "I'm gonna make that into a screenplay. That's too good not to." Yeah, which is so interesting. Him and his brother are both just so heady. Yeah, um, I mean, them two are like yeah. off the charts. Yeah, uh, I would say. Wait, what, did what, you like Guy Pearce in his? I thought Guy Pearce was... You didn't like him in this. Mm. That's, I, one, that's one of my negatives. That's one of my three I, I don't think he was bad. I don't. I haven't seen a lot of Guy Pearce, to be honest, in general. Like, this is, like, one of the first no. movies I've seen him in that I, like, where he was I'm just lead. looking at what he's in. But, like, I don't, think he, I don't think he, like, played it poorly. I think, like, for the most part, like, he... I believe that this could be something that he suffered from and... Okay, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask one unanswerable question, Yeah. Right? If he has uh, anti, what, what was it called? It is. Hang on, uh, anterior grade amnesia, yeah. right? How does he remember to every once or two, uh, one, once or every two weeks go back to the hairdresser to get his tips frosted? How does he remember that? <laughs> like it's just. <laughs> yeah, I guess the like, thinking about something bad, it's his fucking hair. <laughs> it is just his hair. Di- it's a, it's yeah. not a good look. It's his hair. Um, yeah, I mean, I, like, was, I wasn't a fan of the the, the female portrayals in this. I feel, I feel like they fell into a lot of the Chris Nolan traps of being a little like one dimensional. Really, I thought the Natalie chick was just kind of like a crazy badass bitch. Like, yeah, she she was okay, but the wife, I mean, for for example, the wife like didn't even say a word. What well, just was nothing in the movie. Yeah, I mean that that she's I wouldn't even consider her a real character. She's an object. That's, in the, yeah, that's not a good way to view women. In a I'm movie. not saying I'm not saying she like is an object as a woman. I'm saying like Under, she wasn't understood. a real character. Understood. Like, but she's if just, you're saying the women in the movie, you should really be talking about Natalie. That's she, the woman. She's in a Frisian character. She is yeah. a female character who is there to push the male's character. She along. literally has 15 seconds of screen time. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, like, what's your next worst one? Like, uh, I, I would say that my next worst one would be just like how kind of the, when you brought it up, how self-contained the story is like, is kind of good in a way, but it also, I would have liked to see them challenge that a bit where not, and this is kind of spoiling the plot, so I got to be careful, but Mm. where you get people that were, you get a little bit more from just like, not just this like one short amount of time that we're seeing, we're Mm -hmm. following Leonard and then drop like blast to his past way back when, like more in between those two periods of time to like build his character and potentially another character around him. I think that's, that's entirely intentional though. I it think is, the, um, is. the ambiguity that's the the un, the unknown amount of time that's between the death of his wife and where we are now, and also the ambiguity between the original story we were talking about with Sammy and now. But I don't think you needed to have it be like. Well, I can't talk about this in depth without spoiling things. So we'll, we'll get there. In, we'll yeah. get there. Okay, we'll get there in a second. Uh, just one more thing I didn't like about this movie: the fact it was in Italian for the first thirty minutes. <laughs> that was really difficult. Chris Nolan sounds saw like that Italian part like, out. Sounds like you need a I don't know how I got it stuck. It was really, really fucking annoying. On English yeah. to subtitles. Fat, fat thing, fingers, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Final question. It's, it's a non-brainer. Uh, better or worse than Aquaman 2018? Of course it's, it's better. better. It's yeah. probably... This might be one of my favorite Chris Nolan movies. Really? 
I quite like it. It's uh, a little too self-contained to be like, I like like Chris Nolan when he's ambitious with these huge film settings and like Inception when they're in three different timelines and there's actions happening that are all tied together. I love that. That's fair. I didn't, uh, I didn't, I don't need it though. I don't need it, but I like when, when he, like, I think Inception is the best, like, like the quintessential Christopher Nolan. It's got the crazy original screenplay like this has. Mm. It's got like the timing, like the Christopher Nolan time stuff that he does. And then it's got the spectacle as well. Like that's what I loved about Inception. It has like all my favorite parts of it. You and are an Inception like just the right amount of sauce. Yeah. You are an Inception lover. Inception? I'm a fanboy for sure of Inception. But I'm just, I mean, I sent you the list of his movies of the day. So Memento, yeah. Insomnia, Batman Begins, Prestige, Dark Knight, the Dark Inception, Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar, Tenet. And it's, it's in my top three. I mean, I'm 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 lumping the Batmans together. Like, I think it's it's not fair. I don't know to... if you can lump the Batmans together, but I think you got to choose because there are yeah, there is fair. one that is significantly better than the others. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, well, that's probably my favorite of his movies. Yeah. That's I would pro- say if we're gonna do the rank. Um, now uh, let's save it for the end. Let's save it till oh, we, yeah. we do the end of the the Chris Nolan stuff. Okay, uh, okay. spoilers. Like, is this movie? nonsense or is it genius no it's it's really genius what he's done because he took an there was an artistic reason for doing it the way yes. he did it and it was Agreed. well thought out it wasn't Agreed. like we're gonna do a timeline just to confuse people there was a reason why you yep. wanted to be confused when you viewed it and had like a double entendre so that's like awesome the re what i was criticizing it for is like you could have had you could have had more established relationships by including another bit another timeline that wasn't like didn't kind of convolute it more. I think that joined the kind of forty-eight hour period we're watching for most of the movie and the past, and that would have made item on that. But that could have well, you can't complain about the wife not getting time, and then when you have an opportunity to maybe flesh that out more and see him have an interpersonal relationship that's driving this vengeance plot, you could have that, and it wouldn't actually fuck it all up. That's different though. You're talking about a time time period between, but the wife. She's out of the picture by the end of that first part. That's true. That's true. So what, but, what I'm saying is within, within that snapshot of their marriage, in fact, the snapshots of the marriage you get, it doesn't seem like that happy a marriage. If you notice, like when she's, she's reading like three she's, scenes, she's, you can't yeah, but judge like, it. She's reading the book. She and, like, and, and he makes fun of her and they have a smile together. That's not a banter. She's a bit like, stop being a dick. But she's smiling. Uh, I find anyway that's a tough that's a tough anyway I, I think that think, like you can you even think, see like the react like the reactions like him struggling post that yes to would also have just added context like someone who cares about him like it's like this guy didn't it, it makes him feel less real because this huh. guy like existed in this like world that like as soon as his wife is gone no one else cared about him but that's you know what, what I mean? There's like, there's no one else in the world that, that's wondering where the fuck he is. Well, that's one of the really interesting bits of the like, movie. So, like, there, there is you a don't bit, know who cares about him. Yeah, there is a bit of it yeah. with, within within the frame of the Sammy Jenkins story near the end when he's explaining that Sammy Jenkins was institutionalized. Yeah, if you noticed, it's very um, it's very Fight Club. There's a scene when it's Sammy it's Jenkins very is Shutter just, Island, dude. It's like yeah, yeah, Sammy Jenkins is sat in the chair and he's watching a person go by him. The person walks by and you see Leonard in the chair. Uh. So you wonder. Was, oh, was, it, like hinting at it. was it actually Leonard who was institutionalized and that's why his well, family... They, well, they basically opened that up anyway well, when, yeah, that's with Teddy the... talking about it. And you don't know if Teddy's making that up to just distract him so that he can get him out of there so, they, so that he can keep using him to mm. to basically... I think yeah. we're at the point now where we have to spoil it. We're spoilers, yeah. yeah. So, so like, well, let's, let's talk about what happens then. So in essence, the, what's really happened is... Well, the final scene is Teddy getting shot. 
Like the first the scene, first the, scene and first, the finals, first temporal scene. Final, yeah. yeah. The first thing you see is Teddy getting shot in the head by Leonard. Yes. And you basically build up to why And that then is. throughout that, you see that they have all these interactions together. They're actually quite friendly at times. Teddy's um, friendly with Teddy's him. friendly with yeah, Leonard. Leonard's like not, not friendly. He's not aggressively angry either. He has a picture of him, so yeah. he remembers him. Yeah, the picture of him that he so that he knows he does know him says, don't trust this guy. Yeah. And we don't know why he wrote that. So who does he have? What does he have pictures of then? So he has a picture of Teddy. He's got a picture of so Natalie. T- Teddy is Teddy's a, a kind of like a bent cop, you assume. Yeah. There's a picture of Natalie, who's a chick that he's met, he's who he's stayed we, with. We really don't know anything about him, her other than the fact that at times he stayed at her house. Yes. He has a picture of the car, which his car, which he thinks he is thinks his, car, his car, which, which is not. actually isn't. Yeah. There's a car. picture of the motel that he's, he's staying. staying. Yeah. Um. And That's he's about got it. he's got like a bar, uh, like a what is it? A coaster, a bar coaster, bar coaster. But that, thing that, that was says, that wasn't his though. That was from the guy who he yeah, took the suit. Yeah, off. but we don't know that. We just yeah, see sure. him have it at some point. Sure. And you could you don't know who wrote it. Yeah. Okay. Who, who wrote it? Maybe I mean you probably could figure it out because you see his handwriting enough. Yeah. So if you were like really analyzing the movie, you probably. Well, that's been interesting. Like, you say that actually yeah. because one of the things he says at the very beginning of the movie is that he's learned to trust his own handwriting from his own notes. Yeah. Whereas if he's pulling that out of his pocket, although he could think it's the the chick at the bottom, somebody gave him it down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For fair. sure. Um, yeah. Like the ambiguity of this movie. He has a couple what? pictures though of of just like people fucking beat up and bloody. Yes. As well. One and, of, and so he took a picture of that. He took it's a picture implied. of the guy he kills at the beginning whose clothes yeah. and car he's using. Yeah. Um, and I, but that's amb- burned. We amb- don't know that. Like when you're watching the movie, yeah. he has like a he has like a little piece of it and it's burned and you can tell it's like a dead body but you're not sure what like context for all of these scenes is key but you don't have the context and that's what i love about this movie it's really impossible to explain it because of that like there's no temporal way to talk the the repetition you see throughout is essentially trying to go back because at the very beginning of the movie one of the first things leonard says is he says he is taught himself how to survive through repetition by repeating the same things every day when he wakes up when he does this when he shaves he has taught himself how to survive. And the, but the repetition of how the scenes are shot and how the ending of one is almost a cliffhanger for the next, that's what keeps you engaged in this movie. Yeah, you're, you're, it's really, really well done. The question is like, like, it's so ambiguous. Like, did repetition save him? Or did repetition allow him to be manipulated? I, th- I think it allowed him to be manipulated. Yeah, and that, well, that's what they put it out. Like, they put this Which kind of really out there. Interesting. And it's like, how else could you have lived, though? You know? Like there's no way he, he, could, like, he just so like have there's there there's really no like answer to how to make this guy's life normal. He's and, yeah, uh, he's essentially in a purgatory of his own making. That's yeah. what he's in. And it like it's also like not clear has is is he is it of his own making? Yeah. I think that it's clear that this one is, but were the ones before like or was this guy just manipulating him enough? So because he doesn't so, seem what Lenny or uh, Teddy doesn't seem like that good of a guy. I don't think this cop was just like, "Let me help you out. I'll go find the guy that killed your well, wife." Okay, so what, what I think was like, the, the way I perceived it. What happens is yeah. right. So what you find out at the very end, very end of the movie, which is technically the beginning of the movie, is that after Leonard's wife was murdered, yes, nobody believed him because of his memory loss that there was, that a, there was second a second person guy that involved. he didn't shoot because he shoots one. He sees his wife die, then he gets hit, hit in the back of the head, the back and of that's the head, what gives him his gets condition. Gets the memory loss, yeah. yes. The only person that believes him is Teddy. Now, you don't know if Teddy's maybe broke him out of the Institute, maybe Teddy's, you know, just, just being a good soul, trying to help him out. But Teddy helps him to find the second guy 
Huh? Oh, oh, sorry. Keep going. I was going to say. Teddy yeah. helps Leonard to find the second guy. Lenny, Leonard murders him. And the joy he feels is only fleeting because he has this memory loss. Yeah. And he can't remember killing this guy. Yep. So what happens is he ends up in a... He wakes up in the same place where he... A pattern. All he can do is remember that his wife just died. He has the exactly. pain. He's expecting her to be there. And she's not, and he wants to get revenge again. Exactly. And so, so that's what we're told is the pattern that's happened. We don't actually see it, though, so we don't know. Which is really interesting. Yeah. But it's hinted at that they've done it in multiple towns. So, like, what essentially seems to have happened is that... Where was that hinted? Well, let me finish. Teddy basically makes a hint that, that he will move him on to the next town. Mm-hmm. Oh, he yeah, says yeah. something along those and you, lines. And he's constantly trying to get him out of this town. Because the, well, what because we see in the beginning... Because he's already what we need. Yeah, we he, need he, he got the job. The, the, he basically... He got the money. He killed... Like, Teddy's, un, we should say, Teddy's using Leonard and has been for a year now to basically be his hitman as, as this undercover cop. And he's a, he's a crooked cop and he basically steals the, the drug money, steals the whatever money after Teddy kills the guy and he's forgets about it. He's basically killing low, low level, low level criminals and, and, and Teddy takes advantage money. of it. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it, it, this is a very complex move to talk about. And he manipulates him through the fact that he knows he doesn't remember anything, yes. but has these little pictures yeah, that will help him, you know, go where he wants to go, and what. And by the, being nice to him and help, like, subtly helping him and pushing him in directions, he manipulates him for the fifteen minutes of knowledge. Yeah, and then he can then restart in the next fifteen minutes. That but, would be fucking but tiring. The, but though. the the irony is actually so that's that's this has all happened a lot in the past, and what yeah. we find out is the irony is actually uh, Leonard, who has the issue, has manipulated himself this time. To actually yes. pursue Teddy, and Teddy doesn't because he's done this so many times with Leonard. He doesn't expect it, and until the very end, he finally realizes that he's he thinks he's yes. the one, and he shoots him. Yes, kills him. Te- so that's so, so when we were that's the ending when we, we were talking at the, at the beginning in sort of riddles and rhymes, yeah. like this movie does about like uh, Leonard's sort of like struggle and 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 you know his non understanding of reality and how subjective is objective. Yeah, he has essentially created his own reality in this respect. So one of the, the final, one of the first things that happens in this movie, which is at the end of the movie is that Teddy essentially lays this all out to him. He says Mm -hmm. that effectively I've been manipulating you all this time. You killed the, you're not going to remember any of this. Let's get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Exactly. Like we can have this conversation later. You've just murdered someone. Let's move on. Yeah. But with his selective memory, Leonard decides to write down that Teddy is the bad guy in the situation. In that so 15 that he, minutes that he still remembers what he told him so that he'd never, so he can kill this guy and not do it. He manipulates himself, yeah. Yeah. which is a really interesting, like, is it a metaphor for life? Well, <laughs> I mean, I think it is. It could be like a metaphor for life. You, you manipulate yourself into doing the things you want to do. You trick yeah. yourself into, yeah. you know, liking the things you like and not doing the things you don't like. You could also say that, like, it was his only recourse of gaining agency again was like but, but the only then, way i can get agency is to stop this guy from manipulating me but there will be someone else and, and the the, the problem that's not the problem to me that the problem is though that like he regardless he's stuck in this loop yeah for when sure. he realizes that there isn't like this teddy guy is dead like what happens then because he's gonna find the body eventually he's gonna well, follow that's, through. well that's the point we don't so the ending is he a monster? the ending is the, the, that's the point we don't know because the ending is well the beginning but the the actual plot line or uh, 
sequence of events ending is he kills Teddy. Yeah. Takes the picture and we don't get to see what he writes. So he could have written, this is John uh, G. He's dead. Or he could, is he going to manipulate himself again? Yeah. You, you see the picture. That's so, the first scene. Oh, he's doing so the thing. The, yeah. re- the reverse scene. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. I didn't actually realize that was that. So okay. it's a, that's, it's such an inception style ending. It's very Nolan. We don't know what he's going to do. Well, look, did you have trouble following this movie while you were watching? Of course. Like, it's like you have fucking memory loss yourself. Yeah. I, I was confusingly quick at picking up how the scenes worked. Like, I, well, I figured I it out. No, I figured, what they, I figured out what they were doing. Also, yeah. because I'm pretty sure I remembered someone told me like, hey, this movie, I feel this similar. movie has like a weird timing thing. Like it goes similar. in reverse or yeah. something. So I, fi- I picked it up pretty quickly after that. But like, doesn't mean I understood what was going on. Mm. Like I didn't understand the plot until the end. That's the way it's architected to be. Uh, something we haven't actually talked about. Maybe you want to dig in. You, you didn't like Guy Pierce's acting. What about it did you not like? Just the hair. Mm. <laughs> just that, that just the fact he wanted to be 1990s Eminem. Like that's yeah, all like – look, I felt he was I, – I, it could just be that it's it's a him thing. Like I don't, I don't think the part's badly written in the mm. slightest. I actually really liked the part. Um, I, I I struggle with like narration anyway. Like if, if there's no, like a, if there's there's a, a voiceover, I'm a, a bit like – But it was necessary in this case. In this one though. I just don't think he fit that character for me. Yeah. I just don't know like what I would have wanted differently. So I can't really critique his acting. Would I have wanted someone who's more confused and angry? I like that he kind of has accepted his fate and now he's just driven by this mm-hmm. thing. Like he, he doesn't question it. He's not frustrated anymore. I've, Except for like one scene. He was pretty just like, this is the way my life is. I have a, an unanswerable question for you. Yeah. So he remembers everything up to his uh, accident, correct? Yes. How, does, how then does he remember that he has a condition? So the point is, and that they do make, he, Nolan addresses this. He's not like Sam, whatever. Right. He can use repetition to eventually, like he's basically through repetition. He has learned, he's like taught himself an instinct of Mm. looking in his pocket, doing that and discovering himself again through Mm. instinct and repetition by by tattooing on his body and writing notes. That's interesting. Yeah. But it's it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a like. So loose, loose tied plot hole. Well, okay. Then one thing then we should really talk about then is the, the yeah. Sammy Jenkins plot, right? So what happens is throughout the movie, you see Lenny having a conversation with someone on a phone, which effectively talks through one of his previous life where he was insurance broker. Yeah. And he's talking about this guy, Sammy Jenkins, who had the same condition he has mm-hmm. and how he basically had to, to work out if he was, you know, trying to trick the system. Yeah. Now, my question to you is, is he... Is is that him? It's not clear. Yeah, well, that's what I find. Really, that's clear. what I wanted to. It's not clear. And what it's, do you think it's, is what I'm asking? Totally, yeah, it's totally ambiguous, and I think that there's no. I think it's meant to be ambiguous. So for me to say like it's one or the other, I, I think that you basically the answer lies in whether you accept Leonard's stipulation that memories are fraudulent, mm. and the only thing that's true is facts, because the only thing that really would prove to you that it isn't is that in his memory of that moment, he pinches her. We see it twice. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he gut checks himself. He almost thinks he's like, wait, is that true? And he's like, no, it's not. I remember I pinched her. But at that, that you he reveals that the, the story reveals that at the same moment when he's questioning his entire mm. existence, like he's like, actually, right. Am I tricking myself into just re-killing these people? Mm. And so it's very ambiguous. And I would say, uh, 
I would say yes, because what the fuck is the likelihood of having two people with this really extremely tough, rare tough condition yeah, yeah. interacting with each other and having it happen to both of them? Tough, I would say, I would say yes. He, it, he is him, I and think that is what's happened. Yes. I'm, I'm with you on that, and, yeah. and I completely agree. It's the, ambigu- the, the ambiguity of it is what makes it. Yeah. 100%. Like, I think that is the, like, the, that's the cornerstone in the movie. That's why I like yeah. this movie so much. Like, I like movies that make you question. And make you think. What and you make think, you ask. And yeah. um, why you think. My my thought is the subtle hints at, like I mentioned before, Leonard been in the institution. The fact he was actually giving her the, the insulin shot. I, my own head builds up the picture that he, and especially made even more so if that he can actually train himself yeah. to do things and change things has he trained those memories to be different Subcon- i think he subconsciously changed so his, his memory because he cannot deal with the trauma and that's something that actually happens people can't deal with certain traumatic events yeah so that they trick their mind yeah. into forgetting them that's yeah, what yeah. shutter island's all about right like without yeah. ruining a great scorsese movie um yeah i well, 100 um, I, I, so i think that you're totally right i think it is it is his it is his subconscious taking over to deal with the trauma and I think that even his subconscious is acknowledging that when he mm. tells Teddy, you can't trust memory. Mm. It's, and and yeah. it's absolutely true. Because like, he knows you can't because he knows this is all something he's engineered. He, he, calls yeah. it, he calls it as well. And it's, it's well documented. Memories yeah. can change in any respect, like over time, thoughts change. And like that's why witnesses uh, aren't great yeah over time like yeah. you need a witness statement immediately it's just so interesting and i, I but i i love how Te- like teddy calls him out for all these things at the end like you remove those pages from the file like so he has a file of all his findings yep. which teddy gave him from the police station he's like the police must have removed the file but it's it, is is this another example of leonard manipulating himself so you don't know if it's another example of leonard manipulating himself you don't know if it's like literally teddy just saying some bullshit right now so that confuses him until he fucking forgets and he can get him out of there like he's been trying to do for the entire movie and go to the next city it's it's ambiguous it's i love movies like this it's fucking a great movie what i one thing i haven't talked about i love the acting of natalie trinity is it trinity no from the matrix it is it is yeah they're both from the matrix (laughs) that's where it is i I was like where is she the matrix connection god that's that's the other film she's in she's only in two films but she's she's pretty attractive in this like trinity was a little bit like i don't know she's a little too harsh for me okay um that character but like i was i found her really good in this and uh that's why when you're like oh the, the only girl in this is, has no agency i was like actually i think that that chick was the girl that we should be talking about because she was i think yeah. she had a great job um, oh okay okay maybe I'll, maybe i'll reverse this like two-faced like you went from being like this chick is like tender she like I th- maybe may, maybe then maybe then it's the juxtaposition of the two like it's a case of you have this this soft female character who is you know just a memory but then you see the reality of uh, like a female character who's harsh and she can be cold and she can be loving and she can be both yeah which is really interesting yeah I just thought the uh, I thought the acting was really good from her and I liked the um, I just liked the idea that like. She was totally like this. She, I liked the idea that she was totally this like, you know, slum doggy chick, mm. and then was kind of also touched by like how he talks about his wife, mm. and that does actually kind of change how she acts with him. But he murdered she, her boyfriend. But she's she doesn't know that. 
She doesn't know that. And the, that's the ironic part. He doesn't she, know that. She, he doesn't know that. She doesn't know that. The ironic part is she gets revenge against the guy that set the whole thing up without knowing that she's getting revenge. Because he never looks he never looks at the photo when when he when he never pulls out Teddy's photo that says Teddy on it that would show him that Teddy is actually James whatever in front of her. So she has no idea. Huh. She just she just gets the guy's license plate number and says it's this guy. And, he, and she's never seen him. She has yeah. no idea who he is. So she's actually helping him in that moment. Interesting. So, so she's actually become more tender after seeing like what he's goes through. That's why I really like the acting in that character and what they did there. You know, there's a, a version of this on YouTube, which puts it in chronological order. I'd love to, part of me wants to watch that. And part of me thinks it could kind of ruin it a little it bit. It would ruin it. It would just be a boring straightforward <laughs> Well, I, I just think it wouldn't be as uh, impactful. Yeah, I mean, like we know, we know the story now, and like part of the fun is you don't know exactly yeah. how it went. But I think I might watch it again. Like it's definitely a rewatch value for me, for sure. There's lots of little. So, but because it's a bit repetitive, it would also be annoying. Maybe there yeah. is a scene. I don't know. The first forty minutes of it, I didn't see in the right language. So I, I mean, know. I would rewatch the first forty minutes yeah. then if you were. There is a Italian. flash. There is a flash at the end, right? What? I, I'll finish on this. This is the last thing I'm going to mention. There's a flash at the very end of the main character Lenny in, in what in bed with his wife mm -hmm. and he has a new tattoo on his chest that just says something along the lines of i did it now it's interesting this, i didn't remember I didn't yeah so there are also theories now of this movie that maybe his wife isn't dead and he's just been manipulated to go on this rampage and he then goes back to his wife and carries on with his family. Nah. My personal opinion nah. is, my assumption is just that a random chick. that's just him. No, no, no. That's just him in his head having this dream scenario mm. before he snaps back to reality. One thing I didn't get, what was up with that like prostitute where he's like, leave her things everywhere? Was he just trying to like remember? Yeah, I think he was trying was to... Was he trying to like trigger his memory to remember something? Trigger himself to remember her yeah. being dead. Oh, being alive or like seeing something of the killer or something like that. Honestly, yeah. it wasn't 100% yeah. sure. That was part really was weird. weird. But uh, last thing I'll say is I loved uh, I loved the Teddy character as well. I thought he was he did a great job. He was so oh, funny. Cipher. He was so funny. These Matrix guys, man, they're they're yeah. the best. Anyway, that was uh, the end, or was it the beginning of the podcast? Ooh, main main topic. I don't know. Maybe I should start with hello, everybody. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, look, we had a bit of correspondence this week. Uh, if you want to jump into that, super. Yeah, quick. do it, do it. Friend of the show, Matt, messaged again. He did actually ask. He asked a question last week. He's now just pivoted and asked because we do love zombies so much. Have you ever thought about playing the Left for Dead games? Uh, which oh. one is Left for Dead? Is that the first person shooter? Yes. I, I never, it's really high on the multiplayer. Like that's what it is, right? It's, I'm pretty sure it's a, I'm pretty sure it's mainly like a multiplayer game. And I look, I would love it. I'm sure. But I just never get the multiplayer online. Sure. Cause if I did, I'd not, I'd too competitive. I'd get, I'd play it way too much. And okay. It's bad. It's a bad look for me. Look, I, I think I, I, he, he actually tweeted us. Lovely of you. Thank you very much. They're the really show, good Matt. games though. He yeah. tweeted us and I asked him back, you know, going back to one of our old podcasts, like, would you like to see this transition to the screen? <laughs> and he just said, he's not hundred percent sure. He thinks it'd be a bit too much like Zombieland. <laughs> yeah, it would be. There's not really, Which a, is... there's not really a plot line. No, I, I'm not, not yeah. hundred sure either. I did, I did actually have a bit of a correspondence from a couple of friends of the show, uh, Phil and friend of the show, Andy. Oh, really? Andy, Andy's messaged him before. And they actually had very similar, similar plot themes that they were talking about. They were talking about old favorite video games. Really? Phil, uh, 
In fact, almost the exact same question. Phil asked uh, asked us what our favorite old video games were, and he mentioned that his made with Gran, Gran Turismo, Tekken. We're looking way back here. Whereas Andy was talking about Zelda and um, Final Fantasy VII. Tekken. Yeah. Tekken. I was favorite? talking about Tekken last night oh, with yeah? the customer. Yeah. What she, are your favorite OG video Tekken, games? Tekken bowling or something. Oh, God. Yeah. She's like, I remember Tekken 6 and it had bowling. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, what that was sounds that? bad. What was the old? We, I just How far talked, back do you want to go with this? Because I mean, like, I just I, I'm thinking pre PS One. I'm thinking so like no. That's what I'm saying. They asked me like, what was the like pinnacle game that like kind of made you really really like it? And for me, I think that was like the there were games I played a lot before this, but Halo was the one that like established like it as like mm. a thing for me. But before that, I would say, what did I play, dude? What was like the PS One game? You know that you played. Look, for me, my the, the game that dragged me in was Sonic the Hedgehog 3. I absolutely loved that game growing up. Like, yeah. I played it to death. I remember I bought my brother, like, my brother had an Xbox, and I bought him, like, a disc that was all the Sega games. Yeah. And I played Sonic 3 over and over again. It was one of those backhanded presents. Like, he never got to fucking play it because <laughs> I was always playing Sonic 3. I remember um, Grand Theft Auto 3 was huge for me. That but was before, huge. I had a PS1, so I know I played. Oh, dude, it would be like... Things on N64, like Ocarina of Time for sure and, and Super Smash. But before that, I did play uh, some stuff on like Super Nintendo, but it wasn't mine. It was like my aunt's or something. Oh, really? And I played, uh, you know, like the Aladdin games. or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, what the classics. Yeah, yeah. Those ones. But I, I don't really remember any like super impactful ones. Like the first really big impactful ones were like Grand Theft Auto 3. Yep. I mean, me. my, oh, Tony Hawk. My, yeah, Tony, Tony Hawk, Hawk was huge. I've actually got that. I've got yeah. the, the original two, two Tony Hawk games. The remastered remasters, ones. yeah. yeah. Uh, I think for me, the first game that ever dragged me into gaming was Final Fantasy VII. I remember playing it with my neighbor, and yeah. we played the a lot of people shit that game. Of that. Yeah, I just I couldn't get over how, how vast it was. How the story just like yeah. when you thought you knew where it was going, it would flip you on your head, and you'd go a different direction. It was. It wasn't quite memento, but it was. <laughs> it was deep, and it was for uh, whatever I was then, like your early teens. Yeah, no, like, I, I get it. I liked Resident Evil in the early ones on the PS One. Yeah. I didn't play them. I watched okay. someone else play them, oh, yeah. but that got me into it. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever play the Pokemon games? I did play the game, but that, I don't even remember we, we when that was. Red or blue? I was. Uh, I played. I played red. I think. Yeah, I was a red as well. I, I was. I red. I'm a Liverpool fan, so anyone who knows yeah. anything about soccer, I'm. I was always going to go red. I don't remember though for sure. I no might choice. Have blue, but you can still choose. Yeah, you Charizard. Choose, you choose the same Pokemon's. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like why? Why did they have red or blue? There were certain different Pokemon's. So the, dif- the difference was, yeah. I think two thirds of the Pokemon's in the game were exactly the same. I know I'm saying like that third, wrong. Yeah. And yeah. the third, yeah, that's such a great marketing point. Yeah, it was really smart by Nintendo. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Hey, look, if anyone has any questions, or anyone wants to ask us anything about the show, let us know. Where yeah. can they find us? Um, the podcast assemble at gmail.com. So one or hashtag yeah. us on Twitter. Hashtag podcast assemble. Hashtag podcast assemble and out. We love it, guys. Note, thank you for I, sticking with it. Yeah, thank you. Also, they should remake a Samus game. I just had to get it out there. A what? A Samus. Like, Samus, uh, you know Samus? What's a Samus? Nintendo. We can cut this. This is a bad ending. Metro, Metroid Prime. Metroid Prime. You're talking about Metroid Prime. That was a game that was dope. Anyway, we, they, they tried. They tried a 3D version. It failed epically. Oh, that doesn't mean they can't try they again. Try again. Anyway, well, thanks, thanks guys. so much, guys. <laughs> thanks for sticking with it. That was our talk to Memento. Cheers, guys. Later. Bye.